Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. Right, we should start making up. noise. Start up. Guys yelling at us. Start up, start up, start up, start up. Start I agree. Up. Calm your, calm your nerves. Episode 19. I'm David Brody. And I'm Scary Jones. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. That's right. And together, we, we are Scary Brody and Scary. Damn it! <laughs> and uh, welcome. And by the way, I won the Instagram battle this week when we went to dinner. Which Instagram battle was that? The one oh. at David underscore Brody where I put the place cards from the dinner we went to. I will say that was very clever. You liked that. Yeah, You, you so- liked it so much you didn't even counter it. No, I didn't even care at that point. I'm like, you know what? He's going to be a big baby about it. Baby, I was clever. People loved it. Brody and Scary. So what we did was we went to dinner, and for some reason they had place cards because they wanted us in specific spots. Right. So Brody, when I wasn't looking, took the place cards. Right. And he put them, lined them up, Brody, Scary, and he took an Instagram picture. And he put it up on Instagram. Made it official. And made it official on, but that was just for that night. You don't win in the long run. Right now, you haven't counted with anything you, better on social media. I will tell you one thing. Someone texted us to 55100 um, on the 15-minute morning show. I was going to read it, but I didn't want to be that guy. They said, good morning to our my second favorite podcast, the 15-minute morning show. Um, Which hash- we're both on. Hashtag, no, no. Hashtag, Skiri Jones is a beautiful man. Wow. I don't know what that meant. Is that Blind DJ Dan? Who texted that in? <laughs> Our buddy? We could be beautiful in several ways. What yes. are you trying to say? Don't, I'm saying you have inner, so, inner beauty. Don't be so shallow. Okay. All right. Well, I we got to listen. I wrote this. Yeah. I want to make a quick apology to to our fans because yeah, we th- delayed the podcast and I told everyone, they're like, when's the podcast? When's the podcast? By the way, thank you yeah. very much for your loyalty and your dedication for listening and you can't wait for the next one and letting us know how much you appreciate this stupid thing that we do called the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. I'll tell and you. And I said it, we'd do it Thursday. And then Thursday came along and our schedules did not work. Yeah. So today's Friday as we record this. Apologies. Brody has a, a clear uh, allegiance to his Walkers and Talkers podcast. Not true. Not true. This is definitely a second fiddle. Should I tell the real story? Listen. You want to tell the real, you gotta tell the real you, story? You throw me under the walkers and talkers bus. <laughs> I, you know, well, I have an apology for you in a second. Oh, no. And it has to do with this note that I wrote to myself. So originally, I was going to do a Wednesday walkers and talkers and a Thursday Brooklyn Boys podcast. Yeah. And then Wednesday, we got a, we got a guest interview. Mm-hmm. And you had told me you wanted to do your- um, Speaking Volumes. Speaking Volumes podcast with Cheryl on Thursday. And you asked me if I could do mine Friday yeah. and whole thing. And so- we couldn't work that out, no. and so we ended up, uh, I did the Walkers and Talkers on Wednesday, yeah. and then we had a second Walkers and Talkers uh, Thursday, because you were doing Cheryl yesterday, and so we ended up doing podcasts today. So, uh, right. I apologize. We both have a second, we, we always have, we both have second podcasts. Well, so. I have three. That's right, you do. You just have- I got three also then. You have three also. Yeah. We both have three podcasts. That's correct. So, it's a lot. Uh, Yeah, and by the way, while you're talking about speaking volumes, um, it is available. We're up on Spreaker right now, and we're going to be on iHeartRadio pretty soon, and we're coming to Apple iTunes. Uh, Episode number three, check it out. Bring your mom to work day. Um, Is your podcast sponsored? It's not sponsored, but when it does get sponsored, I'm sure I'll be hearing this jingle. But it wasn't. No, it's cool. It's a cool <laughs> podcast. It might be cooler than this one at some point. Hey, that's going to be hard to do. All right. But anyway, look for it. Ask for it by name. Uh, sorry, Brody. I wrote this note to myself. 
It's the uh, it's the letters X. Well, I'm already mad at you for something today. So what well, else do okay, I have to be great. upset about? It's dog pile on me. XL. Right. I have this note XL with a circle around it, and I have David Brody's name next to it. Now I'm not to. Okay, what this means was this was actually a note. Were you getting me the Taco Bell XL steak burrito? Because <laughs> that would be good. Well, I certainly wasn't bu- wasn't buying you extra large condoms. No, no need for that. <laughs> your, your girlfriend lets me go bareback. Yeah. Hi, all. <laughs> so, ah, Jesus. Um, the other day, I, I you don't know this. I'm just gonna just spring this on you right now. The I'm, other day, I'm already getting upset. I was gonna give this note to Elvis. But I forgot to give it to Elvis, which okay. means you went through your entire day not knowing. You must have worn a new shirt to work the other day, and you had one of those stupid stickers on it. And I don't know why they make them clear oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and camouflage. Yeah. So it, you, it said it was an XL. It, I know. So yeah. it was an XL, and it had right over the pocket. Yeah. But fr- it was, yeah. was kind of like you had to really look to see if it was there. It was like one of those peely stickers that yeah. you get when the shirt's new. It was new. the blue and white shirt I yeah. wore. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to write Elvis a note that says, and I'm going to tell Elvis, hey, yo, look at Brody's shirt. And in the middle of the show, Elvis is going to surprise him with it, and then he's going to rip the peel the sticker off, ha, 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 because mm-hmm. that's what we do to each other. We right. don't ruin the joke. Right. Well, I just forgot. Things got so busy that I let you, I never told Elvis, and I let you go through your entire day wearing that friggin' sticker that's on your right. shirt. And I'm sorry if you got embarrassed in public, because, public, because I would rather if you just... No, God, I don't get embarrassed. No, because who knows if it, where you went that day and who saw you with the sticker on your shirt? No, tell you. in fairness, by the end of the day, I, I I saw it when I went to get something out of my pocket in the shirt. I was like, oh, that part of the material doesn't feel right. I was like, oh, there's a sticker. Yeah. And I was fine with that because I thought, oh, I got away with it. Nobody saw the sticker. No big deal. Because I, I know it. the way this place works. If somebody saw it, they would make a bit out of it. And guess what? I did see it. I wrote it down. I was meant to make a bit out of it, but we got we got sidetracked. So you doubly suck. Number one, you didn't tell me. Yeah, exactly. And number two, the only redeeming thing for not telling me is making a bit out of it, making right. it funny. Right. And you didn't even do that. I didn't even do that. But I want to know, you worked in retail. Yeah. Why the hell do they make the stickers looking like that? They're just unobtrusive. Make it a little bit more obvious that there's a freaking sticker on your shirt. They should make it obvious. Because it everybody all the well, time. Well, you, you wore um, an extra large shirt once uh, when you were back in extra large days. It was a yeah. white shirt. With some kind of black splash pattern, and I saw it because it was on the white part of the shirt. Yeah, and you didn't see it, and I took a picture of you when you didn't notice, and we put it up on the website, make a whole big deal out of it, because that's what you do with good comedy. You make a bit yeah, out of it. Yeah, you don't be the person that reports it. Right. So many people ruin jokes around. Oh, you here. got a sign on your back that says "kick me." Now, if someone's getting kicked hard, you take the sign off. But if someone says like, you know, like they have toilet paper hanging out of their butt, yeah, and you put a sign on their back that says with an arrow, "This is toilet paper here." Right. You don't go up to go, hey man, you got toilet paper on your butt. No, no, <laughs> no, we don't want a good joke. All right, but th- so now I'm a little annoyed that you didn't even. Right, but why? But why do why do clothing manufacturers do that? That was I, mean, I was being honest. You I happen th- to know okay. why the hell they, they put? Well, I, they put the sticker on so that when you're sorting through the stack, you can see the size that easier. I get. But but can it be a little bit more obvious of what the size? Like put something bigger on there. Put something Absolutely. Made of a different material. Absolutely. It literally is a clear sticker. It blends in except for the lettering right. on the sticker. Here's what I don't understand: when you go try on pants. Who are the people that when they're trying on jeans can't keep the pants on, they have to take the sticker off the leg and stick it to the wall? Why can't you put the pants, why do I have to walk into a fitting room with stickers all over the wall? Is or, it that intrusive? Why do I have to walk into a fitting room with uh, pins?
pins everywhere. Right, pins the pins the in the shirts. Because I'm gonna no, no, no. The pins are on the fucking no floor. from the shirts. I'm saying yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, they pull them out and they throw them on the floor and I step on them because I got to take my shoes off to put pants on. Also, not really a rant. We're just kind of being ourselves. If you go in and you try on six pieces of clothing. Take the clothing out and give it back to the to the person there, or throw it on the cart, or put it on the pile. Can you tell Brody used to work in retail? No, not even that. Not even that. I was in American Eagle this week. This is where I bought that shirt with the friggin' XL on it. By the way, mislabeled. Everyone knows I wear a medium. So, uh, <laughs> and I go in, and the girl says, "Oh, is there any clothing in there?" Yeah. Now, in a finer establishment, she would have gone in first and made sure that the fitting room was empty for me. Sure. But it was like renting a hotel room and having to fold the toilet paper yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they'll make a little triangle. Yeah. So she goes, oh, is there any clothing in there? I said, yes, expecting her then to walk in and get it. She goes, oh, can you get it for me? So I had to put my oh, clothing my, oh, down. And get somebody else's right, Now clothing. look, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but you know, a little customer service would be nice. Right, you know, so I had to pick up the inside out leggings on the floor and, and the, the, the shirt that was hanging up. And then she wanted the hangers. Oh, can I get the hangers too, please? A follow-up favor. <laughs> what, what about people um, or, or stores that actually have the communal ones? That's a little awkward. Dude, there are some, there never. Are some, there are some uh, men's fitting rooms that it's just like mm-hmm. a room. Yeah. It's like, it's like, hello. There's and two places that do that. You're in there with other dudes. By the way, I would never even create a store like that because I would lose sales to guys who walked in and said, fuck this, and right. walked out. Well, I'll tell you who, first of all, Hollister used to do that when they first opened. What was their reason? Because it's they figured nobody cares. So my daughter went in there to try on clothes and she came right back out. She's like, I'm not getting uh, changed in front of other girls. She just didn't feel comfortable doing it. Why but I'll you- tell you, old timey department stores do it. Really? Like uh, I'm not. I, I, I may be wrong. Back in the day, there no. Was a like JC I remember, Penny. like Lord and Taylor. I'm not saying it's Lord and Taylor. Uh, it may have been Saks or I went to one to try on a suit, and I walked in, and it's like just an open room, like a locker room, A&S. with benches along the walls. No, it's an existing current uh, oh, okay. department store. Here's the thing about these try on rooms. There's only two types of people that get naked in these communal rooms. Smelly ones. No. Hot guys who don't give a damn because they're hot. And right. they figured they get naked all the time. And old guys that are too old to care anymore. I am not either one of those people. Right. I don't want to get naked in front of the old guy. I don't want to, because they have that like powder smell. Yeah. And you know, I just can't. <laughs> that old guy smell. By the way, you know why old people smell? Why? And this is not, listen, if you have grandparents listening or if you're a your old person, I apologize. But when I read this, it's you can look it up. It's real. As people age, your skin gets thinner. Okay. And there's a fermentation that comes through your skin. Uh, um, uh, a liquid, uh, like like sweat that comes through your pores. Whoa! That, I didn't know this. That you that you don't realize, and it becomes stronger because your skin is thinner. It comes through your skin. Wow! And that's what you're smelling. That formaldehyde old person smell, and it's in the house. That's what it is. It's your skin gets thinner, and your these fluids come through your your. Body. I had no idea. Uh, yeah. Well. Well. So. So. All right. Yeah. So. So most people. So communal fitting rooms really is the issue. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? You know who does it? I'm pretty sure it's Macy's. In fact, and uh, yeah, it's Macy's. Macy's and some Macy's, and I love Macy's. Macy's is part of everybody's life. But some Macy's, not a sponsor, um, the fitting rooms are from like the 60s. The doors are like crooked and they have these slats. The slats. The, you know the slats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, that was you, the next thing I was going to say. It's like when you have Venetian blinds and you tilt them a little. Yeah. And if, you you, t- if, you tilt them, if you tilt them one way, you, you, can you can't see, see out, but right. the people outside can, can see, see in. in. If you tilt them down... You can see out, but they can't see in. But it's a. But I'm looking out the thing, and it looks like 
that people could see me because if I could see people and right. look at the floor. So sometimes like, the slats are reversed, like they put the door in backwards, and you go outside and you look and you can see in there. Yeah. Or if you happen to bend down, you can look in. So or they ha- and they have the half doors. So if you're tall, your top third is showing. Yeah. Right. If you're really tall, your 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 male chestal nipples are above the door. No, I need a, I need a good full right. fitting room that has everything. I, I like I can nice. I mirror. want the seat. I want the double I mirror. Want, where I can see behind me. Yes, I want flattering lighting. Flattering I want light. to be able to see. I want to be able to have. I want another don't. guy in the mirror who looks better than me, so I can see how the shirt might look on somebody better. That's what I want. Really, you know what? that's what's next. The slimming mirrors, like yeah. in the in the in the, uh, the yes. funhouse. That's yeah, what I want. Not the not the bad one. Not the short and fat one. I don't want that. But you know what? <laughs> Funny, the last few fitting rooms I've been in have had that mirror. Huh. I wonder what I happened there. Might have all just right. been the day after Thanksgiving. May have been. All. All right, I'll have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Not only you're... So pick scary, my wishbone. Scary, scary Jones is not known for being able to keep a secret. Never. Oh, because, okay, here's what Scary does. In Scary's mind, if it's not important to him, then it's not important. If he doesn't see what the big deal this is... This is true. If he doesn't see what the big deal is, then it's not a big deal. If if I if so if you if you say scary why'd you do that well who cares well I care well I don't care so it doesn't matter so today here was the scenario Elvis was in Los Angeles what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? scenario Elvis was in Los Angeles because he's doing the Kiss FM Jingle Ball tonight mm-hmm. as we record this I on was. Friday December first mm-hmm. and Nate who's the third of the three producers on the show wasn't there and I forgot that Nate wasn't coming in today he went to Los Angeles with Elvis. So we have a Skype screen set up with everybody's faces on the screen that isn't in the room. So it's Elvis and, and other people. And then Elvis sees Danielle and Bethany and Froggy. So like five or six faces. It looks like the Brady Bunch logo, right? And so I didn't see Nate on the camera. So I've, I'm like, maybe Nate's late. I didn't remember he was going. To, so I say, hey, Scary, where's Nate? Because everybody's Skype is on in the room. And so everybody's got a microphone and I whispered to him, he goes, oh, he's right there on the screen, right there in the corner. There's Nate. Why don't you take the hint that if I'm whispering and I say, your response should be, or you write it on a piece of paper and you write down, he's on the, so other, why am I whispering? If I was like, hey, where's Nate? Then your response could be, he's right there. Yeah. It's a dick move. But when I said something to you, your response was, man, what's the big deal? Because <laughs> you don't care, It should then it, I shouldn't care. So All right. So, do you think Nate cared that you knew that he wasn't there? The thing is, apparently, you- apparently, in the meeting yesterday after the show, Nate told everyone in the room that he was going to Los Angeles, and you didn't know. So I didn't hear it, didn't remember. I don't know. So from, I didn't want to advertise the fact I wasn't paying attention in the meeting. Oh, Brody, you're extra ranty, and we haven't even gotten to oh, the rant. Yet. I've got five rants, and by the way, people are now requesting rants and rant updates. Okay. So I well, so I have, have a rant. I have, I have an update. Jingle? I have an update. Uh, no, well, I have, sort of. Here we go. Nacho. It's Brody's Nacho Dinner Update. The Nacho Dinner. All right. So, episode 18, already a classic. Already a classic at the 26-minute mark of episode 18 of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. What I feel may be the most fun rant I've had ranting was the nacho rant where they put skines on my nachos. Now, as an update, I told you to be an update. They messed up my order, didn't remake my order, kept me waiting. It was like a half hour, pretty close to me waiting for my nachos that I picked up to have to go. So I went on social media and I said, Hands best nachos. And by the way, people have Instagrammed me and, and tweeted saying, oh my God, tried the nachos. You're right. They're the best nachos. They're the best nachos. They are. Go listen to the last episode. You'll hear why. 
So I social media and they wrote me back immediately and said, hey, give us your information. We want to have the senior vice president get in touch with you for the area. He'll reach out to you. So he reached out to me and he said, hey, give me a number I can call you. I want to talk to you. Thank you so much for letting us know. We want customers to complain if there's a problem. Otherwise, how can we get better? So I'm doing them a favor. You see what I'm doing? I'm doing them a favor. Yeah. Well, Steve called me yesterday. Oh, boy. He says, Mr. Brody, I'm terribly sorry. I say, hey, call me David. Call me David. Call me David. Call me David. He says, I understand. Listen, we really appreciate that you called us. We spoke to the manager. It, you know, that it was an oversight and we messed up your order and it was the whole thing. Apologies for the whole thing. I said, Yeah, I, truthfully, I love your nachos. And I just, I felt bad because I waited so long. And really, proper customer service, since even is not even, you kept me waiting. It would have been nice if the manager came over to me and, you know, offered me a soda while I was waiting or said, I'm sorry, we messed up your order twice. Or, you know, here's a coupon. Next time you're in, come back. Keep me as a customer. He says, you know, most people would have never come back. And the fact that you're willing to, to let us know that you were unhappy, we really appreciate that. Good. So they, what did they give you? So he, now, now he says, well, how, how much did you spend uh, that dinner? What else did you have? I said, just the nachos. I said, it was like 14 bucks. I gave a tip, whatever, whatever it was. I tip on, on pickup like you do. So, so he says, oh, all right. He says, here's what we're going to do. I spoke to the general manager uh, of the store. He wants you to come in. I know that you usually bring your family when you come in. He says, um, so we're going to refund your credit card for the price of the nachos. And uh, we're going we're gonna to credit you back $25. Okay. It's for the nachos. So I said, oh, that's, that's, that's really nice. So now the nachos are free. And a few, you know, $11, $12 more for the trouble of going and the whole thing and, and all the drama. I said, that's very nice. And he said, you know what? In addition to that, we're going to give you a $75 gift card to bring your family wow. the next time. Wow. You got $100. $100. Hashtag free dessert. So shout out to Hands. It was a slight mistake, oh, and you made up for it big time. Are you shouting out Hands? Is Hold that on. an unnecessary No, uh, no, no. Oh, no, unnecessary no, no, jingle? no. Come on. No, no. That, that counts. Brody. Brody. That's a Brody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a Brody endorsement. But of it's hula a, hands because he got a hundred dollars. Hold on, I endorsed them when I was mad at them because I love the product. I love the potato soup. It's got bacon I'm and sorry. cheddar you on top. To, you need to no get the, you need to get the jingle singers to sing one for you too. I'm not going to do that. I don't make product endorsements. That was exactly no that was a product. You endorsement make product. Right there. You make product endorsements because you they're your endorsed, clients and they pay you. Did you not just endorse hula hands because they gave you a hundred dollars? Hold on, you could have you could have said thank you for the gift card yeah. and walked out and not mentioned it on the podcast. But our listeners wanted an update. All you could have said was they took care of me, but then they go, "Well, how they take?" I won't, listen. No, the reason I hold on, said no, that. no, no. The reason I, the reason I gave you they're the total. They're gonna hear the podcast. Nope. The reason I be like, no. Our hundred dollars went a long if, way. If you look at my Twitter, you will see all the people saying, "Hey, I, I took your advice. I got free dessert at a restaurant, or well, I need your advice." I, I do how do think, I? I do think that uh, you should write a book at some point. I was going to write a when book when this radio thing is over. I'm going to write a book. Write a book yep. on free dessert. Right. That's what even I'm do. is not even right. I keep a record of all of my because, because honestly, uh, people do want to hear about it, and uh, you you kind of taught me how to do it. You right. got me a hundred dollars worth of crap at Target. That's right. Remember that? Go tell the story, and and tell the story what happened, and I, and because of me, okay, you went and did something. It was all because of David Brody. All right. Go ahead. So I went I went to Target, and they were testing out some new equipment at the uh, checkout. Their new uh, fangled system, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was. I, I think I had. Uh, I was getting stuff in my new apartment, so I had a lot of stuff to buy, and I had a shopping cart full of items. 
they scanned everything, and as soon as they scan it, they press a couple of buttons, and the lady goes, ooh, I'm sorry, this is a new system this morning. I lost it. I'm like, what do you mean you lost it? Oh, yeah, we have to take everything out of the bags, <laughs> and we have to scan it again. They scanned it. I'm like, well, you can't, You got to be kidding me. So I, they rescan. Now, it took about a good seven to ten minutes to scan everything in my, in my uh, cart. Same thing happens. Boom, we lost it again. I was so livid. I'm like, guys, I'm not going to continue to stand here and do this. We do it a third time. They lost all of my, everything in the shopping cart. Every I had bought everything that you could imagine that you would need for a brand new apartment. Anything you need for right. the cabinets. Now, normally, without me in the picture, what would you have done? Well, I'll tell you what I did. Yeah. I, I After three times of them scanning, and I was there for 30 to mm-hmm. 45 minutes, I'm like, fuck this. I said, I left the shopping cart full of groceries and stuff mm-hmm. there. I said, deal with it. I am so angry, I'm out. I walked the hell out of the store. Yes, you did. And I went to my car, and I was flabbergasted. I went I, I went home. Right. I didn't even go shopping that day. I, I, I went on a whole other day to a whole different store. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to start all over. But uh, the only satisfaction I could have thought of at that time to get even with them for making me stand there for 45 minutes scanning friggin' shit, put it, taking them out of bags, putting them back in, was for them to have to clean that cart up by itself. Just let them sit there, let let them go to all the shelves and, and feel the pain and agony of now putting stuff from a shopping cart back on the shelves. And I told you the story. Right. And you said, scary. Why curse the darkness when you could light a candle? That's right, Eleanor Roosevelt, my favorite quote. <laughs> and write a lengthy email to the company. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? You're like, scary. Come on, man. Right. It's you not think- natural that you should have. It's not normal. Listen, Target's great. It's not a normal occurrence. But when they mess up, why should you have been, your day was ruined. Right. You got nothing you went shopping for. So you wasted. I pre- you gave me the guidelines to a, a great email, right, I, which I, I think I still have that template. Get me that for my book. Right, for your book. Right. And, and I and I wrote to one of the head, uh, the directors of regional marketing or something for, mm-hmm. for Target. And I said, hey, in your store in Jersey City, I was in there and. I've been a, been a fan of Target my whole life. Mm-hmm. Shit sandwich. Give them the good bread first. That was the good. That, that was the good part of the bread. Yep. Here comes the here comes the crap. Right. And I told him the story and the crap part of the sandwich and what happened to me. Right. Then you end on. I but I love you guys. I'm just disappointed. Love you guys. I would hope to give you guys right. a chance later at a later right. date. Right. Right. The guy wrote right back to me. Says, "Oh my God, we're so sorry. We were installing a new system that day. Uh, we're going to check on that store. Customer service is usually." is great and it's key to our success and we value as a customer and for being so loyal here's a hundred dollar gift card <laughs> boom! boom free dessert free dessert and they mailed it to me right and i'm like oh my god brody look at this right and scary took that hundred and took me to dinner no he <laughs> no, didn't, <I> didn't. <laughs> you're like you deserved half right for that right but anyway no i don't want anything i i got the, the satisfaction of knowing the point that is, you got justice the thing is I think more people need to know how, you know, examples of this and in specific mm-hmm. situations on how to get the free dessert because even is not even. That's correct. If they screw your steak up. And they burn and it they, and they bring it 40 minutes later. And they bring you a new steak. That's not even. No, your dinner's ruined. And you, you spent the time and you sat that's there right. while you're watching your family eat. Right. So even is not even. Gotta give you, you free dessert. You deserve free dessert. That's right. Okay. Coming in 20, when, when is that book coming? When you when you're done with radio, so I don't know be. No, no, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna put the. (laughs) Very nice. By the way, listen to the 15 minute morning show from December 1st. Yeah, the Elvis Duran 15 minute morning show because we talked about people getting fired around the holidays. 
Yeah. And I think that's a great topic. Speaking of when your time in radio is up. Yeah. It's a great. It's oh, a, yeah. Yeah, right. definitely, definitely listen to that. <laughs> Around Christmas. And uh, and you mentioned the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Uh, we did an interview with a cast member of The Walking Dead this week, Xander Berkeley, who plays Gregory. Check out episodes 85 and 86 if you get a chance. Oh. And your other podcast. Oh, as, as we were talking about earlier, Speaking Volumes. It's on Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, check our social media and click to the link and uh, listen to episode number three with me and Cheryl Casenza. Share knows. I got some email for hold you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got one more, I got one more podcast to plug. Oh, okay, go for uh, it. I have a f- good friend of mine who used to work on a huge radio show called the Open Ant- Open Ant- Opie and Anthony Show. Yeah. His name is Eric Nagel. He He's was a good E-Rock. guy. Good guy. He has a podcast called It's Eric Nagel. It's all about science fiction and TV shows and, and um, comic books, and it's really good. Um, and he plugs the hell out of our show. Brooklyn Boys. Oh, does he really? He's, he's a big fan. He listened to oh, it. He I said, didn't know that. He said, oh my God, that's a hit. It's fantastic. Eric Lugie. We love you. So Eric Nagel. Eric Nugie. Eric Nagel. But, but I'm, here's I'm the thing. I'm referencing an old bit. He knows what it's he, about. Yes, I know he knows what it is. <laughs> but he does, he does, he, uh, many years ago, he did um, uh, an interview program called uh, Radio Inquisition. Okay. And he interviewed established people in radio. Major uh-huh. people in radio. And me. And so I did a two-hour interview with him. Oh, are you featured? From, uh, yeah, it's, the whole thing is me. And so uh, the first episode of uh, Radio Inquisition is me, and the second is second part is part two of me. And it's my history in radio, but in, w- yeah. what I do on the show, uh, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I mentioned Scary a lot on the podcast because, you know, we've been working together forever. And it's a, if you look for It's Eric Nagel, Eric with a K, and then it's N-A-G-E-L, and if you look at the list of podcasts, I think you have to subscribe to his podcast. And then in the Eric Nagel podcast list, you'll yeah. see Radio Inquisition episode I one and two. This. And then, he, you know, he interviews other people around the country that wherever you are in the country listening to us. But this specific episode was all one about and, you. One and two are me. So it's like two hours. So if you want more of me, it's not Oof. me being hilarious. It's, it's just it's you, Brody being It's serious. how I got my job working with Elvis and, and how I got started and how Scary called me and, you know, all of it. It's I think it's Did fast. Did you ever tell that story on this podcast? Maybe no. we should someday. Well, maybe. But for now, listen to that and then we'll do a shorter version at some point. Yeah. All right. So let's get your uh, email time. Email time. That sounds like it's mail time. Welcome. You've got mail. Yes. I always go through the email. I don't know about Brody. Brody's on No, that's your job. But that's what I do. I'm the Twitter guy. And I'm the email guy. And together we're Brody Brody and Scary. Scary. Yeah, Yeah, I got it. You heard him. You heard him. I win. I'm just going to say it. I win. Thank you. Just for today. Sebastian Maniscalco said I got a free steak dinner, and you just admitted I win. I never lose. I didn't bring the Elvis audio, but I will next time. Go ahead. So email us at thebrooklynboyspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, Brody and Scary. Great. Uh, I use the iHeartRadio <laughs> app roughly 70% of my day. I, I listen to the Elvis Duran Morning Show, 15-minute morning show, Brooklyn Boys Acquired Taste, all of the national syndicated shows you guys offer. Love that. Lots of great content coming out of iHeartRadio. Ah, that's a nice little uh, plug for the iHeartRadio app. Nice. Uh, hope it's a great place to work as well. Yeah, not bad. All right. Bad. So... One day, while listening to the Elvis Duran Morning Show on Z100, um, I noticed there was this AT&T DirecTV commercial that was in rotation, and a girl says, curve your enthusiasm. No! Yeah. Really hold grinded on, my hold gears. On. <laughs> yeah, I guess they were plugging shows on that you could watch. No! What grinds my gears is all the female says, she says, Curve your enthusiasm. After hearing this for the tenth time, 
she uh they, they went on their own rant oh yeah okay so they pretty much are upset that this person said it wrong but now they think that she's probably paying they're probably paying a lot of money for this girl to say the show no, name incorrectly uh yeah they do they know that they're spending their money on something there that this girl is not no. no i don't know i think she said it wrong got away with it to be quite honest where did they hear it they heard it as part of a commercial we can investigate this for you see if it's one of our affiliates it may have been a dj who works at night on one of our radio stations yeah we don't know who this but is but if it was on the stream on the iHeartRadio app it could have been a national spot that an agency recorded she we don't know curve your enthusiasm wow but, she, but this person can't but what what um DMB drummer 247. Dave be, Matthews band yeah, drummer? Dave Matthews band drummer. Fan. Wow. Uh, what that person is saying is, oh, his name is Devin. Uh, they are really upset because they think that HBO, AT&T, DirecTV are getting the raw end of the deal for some reason because this woman is saying curve instead of curb. Wow. I'd like to know where this is airing. Yeah. Z100. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Well, we'll email her back and ask her. Anyway. For details. Anyway, yeah. If you're going to be an announcer... Get it Get right. Get it right. Yeah. I mean, that you've got one job. That's right. And that's to pronounce words properly. Burking. Burking. That's Greg T. Yeah. Greg T on our show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. Brody, so- Brody uh, has the shameless, have that shameless plug jingle ready to go for the next time Scary plugs something. Okay. I always have it ready. Yeah. Keep up the solid entertainment. That's from Devin. All right. So then, th- then there's this one here that I wanted to re- read from Nicole Edwards. Uh, Brody and Scary. Damn it. <laughs> Thank you. Love the podcast. From Connecticut. Been a listener on the big show since the late 90s when I was in middle school. Nice. The Elvis Duran morning show. Right? She loves Brody's rants on used jokes. She loves the grammar police. She loves the email segment. Well, guess what? You're part of the email segment. Oh, look. Three of my things, one of yours. Nice. And the guests that you guys have had on the show have been awesome. Yep. Sebastian Maniscalco, the fat Jew, a lot of our interns, yeah, our I got, parents. I booked the fat Jew. Our parents. My, you did. The parents are mine. Oh, and except for Brody. Well, I, I want to talk about guests. <laughs> That's right. By the way, she loves you. She tells you to call her mom. So, oh, okay, mom. Mom love Brody you, loves mom. you. Uh, uh, oh, and okay. So, regarding bad intern resumes in episode uh, seventeen, um, I had to review intern resumes at my previous employer, and there was one really bad submission that I received. Not only was the cover letter two pages long oh. and single space, oh, and filled with run-on sentences and typos. But it was written in the both the first person and third person. Oh. oh my God. How do you do that? He even boasted that he would be so good as an intern that he would be worthy of a triple A rating. Wow, they're boasting about themselves. And they sucked. And they sucked. Yeah. Needless to say, he never even got the interview. Have a happy holiday. That's Nick Edwards. Can you imagine that? Somebody just going off and saying they're the best. On their own, I've seen that cover letter. I've seen everything. After all these years, I've seen wait, everything. I'll be the have, best intern ever. How do you have ever? the audacity to be an intern? Shouldn't there be a little bit of a humbling moment? Somebody told them to be confident, and they take it and they go off the rails with it. So, so there are intern resumes that come through where they're cocky as fuck. Yeah, really. Yeah, but I only read the grammar ones because I keep those in a special pile. Wow. Okay, so there's that. And then uh, uh, Alvaro Gonzalez wrote, "Hey, Scary and Brody, could be Alvaro. Alvaro." Just well, in case, cover my bases. I put Skiri first because he shares my life's motto of not expecting anything from anyone. It came up in Brody's rant on episode 17 about the rude teenager in the theater. If you keep low expectations, you'll never be disappointed. 
And by the way, that's how I feel. Yeah, I really but, then, but then, but then the problem is you'll never be disappointed, but then oh. you'll never get anything great. Well, Alvaro, or just Al, as he says later in the email, uh, he goes on to say that he got the motto from Dodgeball, the movie. If you live this way, you will lead a less stressful life. I quoted Eleanor Roosevelt. He's quoting Dodgeball. <laughs> Sadly, I get bent out of shape for the dumbest shit. Uh, for example, I get pissed off when someone cuts me off in traffic without using their blinker. Yeah. I get that you're going to F me by cutting me off, but at least buy me dinner first by using a blinker. That's correct. Listening to this podcast, I have learned to rant a lot more than I ever have. Oh, no, Al. Don't do yes. that. Yes. It's actually a the po- fo- oh, hold on. Remember it's the show a- The Following? Yeah. This is my following. It's actually a positive thing. Oh, Alvaro, what are you doing? You're welcome. I can't wait to see and hear how this email it, it gets read and how I butchered the English language. No, you didn't. It's perfect spelling. Right. That's just the I way Scary's reading exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. It's the way I'm reading it. Uh, for this podcast, I will call y'all Scotty, which is Scary and Brody. No. It's or, Breary. Or Breary. Yeah. That, that was what he wrote. He oh, wrote, good. You wrote Breary. But he should have written Breary first. Nope. Scotty and Breary. Breary and Scotty. Scotty and Breary. Breary and Scotty. <laughs> that was very entertaining, Alvaro. I like that. Yeah. But but there's but there's more. Should we do one more email? One more email, and then I want to talk about guests on the show. Okay. Uh, love the podcast. Hope to... This is from Lindsay Hindman. Uh, love it. Want to add to Brody's hula hand complaint from last week. I once had... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hula hands. She say hula hands? Uh, she does. Okay, hula. good. See, yeah, see, there you go. I know. She sounds like she knows what she's doing. Go ahead. I once had awful service at a hula hands, and after complaining, I ended up getting coupons for a free appetizer. Booyah! And $10 off my next order. Thank you. How does Brody feel about getting coupons Very nice. or gift cards for your Very next nice. order at the place where you were complaining? Very nice. No problem. Listen, if I didn't ever want to go back, I wouldn't complain. The purpose of complaining is so that they'll get better and they'll learn from whatever they did wrong. Yeah. Well, Lindsay goes on to say that she, uh, she, although I just wanted to mention that although we can't pay 10 cents per podcast, I suggest you do a live podcast taping with the acquired taste ladies. Even though I'm almost as frugal as Brody, I would still pay to come see you. Trying to... What is that sentence? In other words, she wants to be in the crowd. She yeah. wants to do a live thing with an audience. Oh, she wants to show up. Right. That's 10 bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, what if we pay, pay like, the 10 cents? Like, what, what if, if the, people pay to see us live? Like, maybe we'll do a bar night where we'll do a podcast live. Podcast live Dude, at a we're bar? getting huge. Listen to us. We're like Mike and the Mad Dog. And back we in charge the- them fee and an entrance fee, and we keep half the door. I don't know about that. Okay. Do I get free nachos? Thanks for keeping me laughing. <laughs> I already did, but what you the? Did. Thanks for keeping me laughing at my boring desk job. That's from Lindsay. Hi, and, Lindsay. Uh, Okay, Thiago Dantas uh, was talking about Bethany on the 15-Minute Morning Show referencing this Brooklyn Boys podcast. So on that podcast, she says uh, that we listeners cannot binge the Brooklyn Boys podcast, and I just want you guys to know that she is wrong. I wish I had a bunch of shows to listen to so I could binge. You guys are the best. Yes, this was on Wednesday's 15-Minute Morning Show when Elvis said, yeah, they the whole podcast is them yelling. Proof positive, he hasn't listened to the podcast. We don't yell at each other, and we don't yell the whole podcast. Just most of it. 80%. <laughs> now, speaking of Michael Rappaport, I have I have, I have two things about Michael Rappaport I want to bring up. Go now, just it. as a reminder, in case you're listening in reverse order, we had a chance to interview Michael Rappaport to promote his book, This Book Has Balls, and his new podcast, his podcast uh, on Barstool Sports, yep. which is the Rappaport podcast, yep. one of the top podcasts right now out there. I think it's number three. 
most listened to podcast. And Scary was like, eh, I don't know about Mike Rapport. Yeah, because at the time, I didn't really know too much about him. I remember him from Boston Public, and I'm like, eh. And Friends, and every other thing. Know, been a million things. Months. million things. Huge IMDb page. But Michael Rapaport. And then thought he was from Indiana. No, I didn't. I was but confusing him with somebody else. It doesn't matter. I know he's from New York. He's a Knicks fan. He grew up in he, Manhattan. Now you know that. It was. I didn't think he was from Indiana. I brain farted who I was thinking about at that moment. Okay. I know Michael Rapport's a New Yorker. Died in the wool. Giants fan, Knicks right. fan. Speaking of the Giants, hold on. I agree he should come on the show, right. by the So way. we've been tweeting at him. I found out that his father's name is David. Used to be a program director at KTU, which is part of our company now. It wasn't at the time. What was his name? Uh, Alan Rapport, I think. Is. Okay. Anyway, his mother's maiden name is Brody. So his father's David. His mother's maiden name is Brody. It's Destiny. This. Yes. So this week, if you're a football fan, if you follow sports at all, you know that the Giants benched Eli Manning after almost 14 years of being the starting quarterback. 210 starts in a row. Yep. Uh, they benched him. And a lot of Giant fans are upset. And Michael Rappaport has, is known for his Twitter rants. So I wanted to play a, just a little bit of Michael Rappaport. Now, you hear him, and you, you listening to the podcast right now, you're like, oh, my God, he sounds just like Brody and Skiri. He'd be perfect. So here he is, upset about Eli Manning. <laughs> and he's complaining about the coach... Ben McAdoo. To bench Eli Manning, Ben McAdoo, coach of the New York Giants. You decided to bench Eli Manning? You fuck you. You're benching two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning, you motherfucker you. The only person that should be getting benched is your fucking barber, okay? And whoever's telling you you look good with that dumb fucking mustache... You're the coach of the New York Giants. This isn't a minor league baseball team in Saskatchewan, you motherfucker, you. You're benching Eli Manning, and you're going to start Geno fucking Smith? Geno Smith is not the answer. Geno Smith has never been the answer. The only person who's the answer is the great Allen Iverson, you fuck you. My buddy, Danny Estrada, personal friend of mine, and handles a lot of talent, mm-hmm. he, he actually knows him. He actually... No. Yeah, he, he can get a hold of him. I said, dude... Get us fucking Mac Michael Rappaport in studio. Come on. I said, plus I owe our podcast listeners this because they all want Michael Rappaport That's on right. the show. And he goes, Scary, I might have you covered. So we are going to wait and we're going to see if Danny can come through. But I got someone on the case. All right. Okay? All right. Mr. SJ has got it going on. I, right. I'm going to get this shit done. Okay? Okay. All right, you make maybe, up for the fact you blew in a, it. In a former podcast, maybe older podcasts, we promised shit every day, and we never got it done. But I'm careful. I bite my tongue on this podcast. There's a lot of things, a lot of things I want to promise. Okay. But I will so not. So you're feeling good. I'm feeling great okay. about Michael Rappaport. All right. Eventually. All right, so we're feeling like it could happen. Yeah. All right. So you're it, saying there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. All right, let's get this out of the way. Some jokes that didn't get used this week that I wrote for the show. Bro, you're awful at running the board. What are you talking about? Bro, you started the Michael Rappaport clip like three times. No, that was Twitter. We have a, stu- a horrible internet connection in here, and it wouldn't play the video. Okay. That's not running the board. That You, you saw what I was doing. I was clicking the video on Twitter. <laughs> you would think we'd have state-of-the-art equipment with state-of-the-art. No, the, the Wi-Fi here is terrible. Why this isn't hardwired, I don't know. So, <laughs> F this place is Wi-Fi. Let's go. Unused right. jokes. So, uh, Elvis was talking about a survey that came out that talked about the perviest city in America. It listed based on porn and strip clubs, whatever, and hookers. The perviest city in America was Orlando. 
And so my joke was, a little play on the uh, Disney uh, World uh, phrase, I said, oh, it's the happy endingest place on earth. Hi-yo. Didn't get to it. Uh, Danielle was talking about how her cats are eating her Christmas tree. And so so I wanted Elvis to come to me, and, and I was going to say, well, that's that's what you get for, for being someone who celebrates Christmas. My dogs don't ever uh, bother me and try to eat the menorah, right? So that didn't get used. Nope. Okay. Uh, we did a story about a man who loved cheesesteaks so much. He was from either South Jersey or Philly. Loved cheesesteaks so much, he was buried with his favorite cheesesteaks. And my joke was, that's ironic because that was the cause of his death. Too many cheesesteaks. Cheese All right. Didn't get to that. Um, oh, Elvis was talking about how he loves it from the rooter to the tutor. Loves it from the rooter to the tutor. And people were like, they didn't think he knew what that meant. They all would text in what it meant, what it meant, what it meant. Right? And I said, so my joke was, that's funny, Elvis. I hear you prefer the Puda. He didn't get to that. Nope. Now, this is my favorite I joke. I think he was ever going to get to that. He wasn't get to that one. Here's my favorite joke he didn't do. He laughed at it and then didn't do it. On Wednesday, was it yesterday or Wednesday, we had the three uh, singers in. Two days ago. Two days ago. We had, we had a group in here called the Tenors. Not the three Tenors, but the there were ten. three Tenors yeah. in a group called the Tenors. Three really good-looking guys from Canada, eh? And so the joke I wrote for Elvis, which he didn't get to because he got distracted, was, I love a good tenor, or an 11er, or a 12er. That's a penis-length joke. That's what that is. Yeah. He well, loved that, it. That wasn't so obvious. Well, a it's tenor, a tenor, an 11er, a 12er. Yeah. And when gay man makes the joke, you get it. Well, All right. You didn't get it. That's fine. No, I didn't. Took All right. So, so you he, know, I, um... On Thanksgiving, I did something I had to get off my chest. I'm going to rant for a second. All that hair at the top? Yeah. I'm well, sorry, go every, ahead. Every, I, I have taco meat. You do. All right, I, go I ahead. Austin Powers. Um, on Thanksgiving, I went, I, I went, you know, I worked at, I'm not even going to say because you're going to play that fucking jingle. I went to go uh, give away some jingle ball tickets mm-hmm. in mass quantity, mm-hmm. like 50 pairs. And there were a lot of people. Now, if you don't know what jingle ball is, well, uh, you might be living under a rock. Or not. I don't know. You might, you might you, catch... Uh, it's a giant con- concert it's a huge, that it's a huge we concert. hear at Z100, and we, then a lot of our affiliates, there's 12 or yeah, 13 around 13 the country. 13 of them. And, and they, we pride ourselves on this because the tickets sell out in two seconds. So you were, giving every, out, you were giving out tickets? I was giving out 50 pairs of tickets, and uh, I was at Macy's Herald Square. Oh, come on! And, uh, no, no, I didn't do... Okay. You couldn't just tell the story. I didn't mean to say Macy's. Uh, I didn't. All right. Okay. Whatever. I, I, I'm trying to see you. You by you telling me that we shouldn't do product endorsements. I'm trying to self-edit in my head, and you're making me say I'm saying the word. I'm stumbling over myself. I, you know, because you're playing okay. that jingle every time. Okay. Stop it. Okay. Don't play the jingle. Just tell the story. I'm just gonna tell the story. So we're sitting there in the basement at some place, some store. Doesn't but, matter. Right. If, and if I say it, it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm not saying Macy's gratuitously. That was <laughs> product not cool. No, I'm not. They're not paying me anymore to say this. Okay. All right. So we're sitting in the basement and we're giving out tickets. Okay. All right. And there's one thing that gets me so pissed off more than anything in life. Is this a scary rant? Go ahead. Fucking people who just want shit for free and don't even know what contest they're entering. You got hundreds of people standing there that left their Thanksgiving tables. How do I know this? They came up to me. Scary. My family's in North Bergen right now, and I drove all the way over here 
just at the chance of maybe winning Jingle Ball tickets. That's how desperate people are for And that's tickets. great. That's a, a, the concert awesome. of the year. And, yeah, it is. And, and, and if I was a huge fan, if it was a concert, think of what it is in your life that you would pay any price for. That's what Jingle Ball means to some people. And these people were standing there for hours, four hours, and every 10 minutes we do another drawing, trying giving away more tickets. I, 50 pairs of tickets, you have pretty decent odds, you think, right? Well, some woman wins the contest one of the times I was on the microphone, and there was a lot Shut the music. She goes, uh, what is uh, Jingle Ball? And the whole crowd groaned. And they started oh. screaming like, "Oh no! What the hell? This woman, she doesn't deserve it." But obviously, we got to play fair and square. She wins. She entered a contest. I pulled her name out of the out of the lotto right. bin, out of the bin, right. Unfolded the paper, read her name. It was her, and she wins the tickets fair and square. And I have a question. So, but 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 my okay. But before hold I on, no, question, no, it's, it's part just, of what you're going to say. It's part okay, of what you're going to say. Go ahead. When we have a winner on the air and they win something and they're not excited. You get very upset. I get so pissed. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, if the unexcited winner on the radio is a 7, what was this woman doing? This was a 12. A 12. Absolutely. I was so, Brody, I was so angry because I'm like, there are so many people standing here. Every one of these people, they left their families on Thanksgiving to come out and try and win these tickets because they know how bad they want to go. It's like when a rich person wins the lotto. You're like, no! Right, like that. Right. I want. I wanted so bad for the fans to get the tickets, and this rando woman wins. First of all, why are you entering a contest that you don't know what hey, you're entering? You want something for free. She didn't know what it was. Right. She had no clue what Jingle Ball was. And we said this is for the concert on December eighth at the Garden. And then, so 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 she she takes the tickets. She says, "Oh, thank you, very thank you, thank you." Right. She takes a little walk five steps away, and she friggin' scalps the tickets for two hundred dollars each. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm happy that whoever, one of the listeners was so, they wanted the ticket yeah, so bad. That it's, they, it's worth 200 bucks. Yeah, but I, I don't like the fact that she entered the contest. You know what? She had no business you're, entering. You're right. But devil's advocate, she just won 200 bucks. Okay. You know? Yeah. Listen, I if I entered for a lifetime supply of tofu, I would sell it. I wouldn't eat it, but I'd sell it. But you'd, you'd enter a contest and screw everybody else's chances by by entering? You would? I know a guy that buys hot toys for the holidays, stocks up on them, and then sells them for a profit. You know a guy like that? Who's that? What was that toy? What? The, the, uh, the from Munchables? Oh, the Sing and Snore Ernie? Yeah. How many did you buy? What are you looking at me for? How many did you did the person that you know buy? They bought like five of them. Five of them to make a profit. <laughs> they don't have any kids. They don't sing. What are you looking at me for? Snor- because you bought five and Sing and Snore Ernie was a flop. It was a And flop. you got stuck with him. I got stuck with singing. You know who you are? You're that woman who won the contest. You're that woman. No, I am not that woman. <laughs> You're that woman. No. Only thing is, she won $200 and you got stuck with five singing no. star Ernie's. No. 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 Yes. <laughs> not like that. Yes, it is. Okay. Now, last year, the Hatchimal. Yep. That would have been a good get. And how many, you, I got you, one You Hatchimal. got one Hatchimal. One Hatchimal. And I gave it to my nephew. Yes, you did. I didn't charge him for it. But, but, but you took a Hatchimal. Away from parents who wanted to give them to their kids. Nope, nope, that wasn't a hat. No, no, yes, I gave right. it to my. No, no, the Hatchimal was for my 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 nephew Lucas. That's right. The Sing and Snore Ernie's was at mm-hmm. a more difficult time in life, and mm-hmm. I was I, I was yeah, scrounging uh-huh. for money. Like that woman today. And I guess, had a connection uh, at the department store. The Sing and Snore Ernie, and that has nothing. No, that you're making. That's not. 
that's not the right correlation. You're, you're trying to draw a comparison and make an analogy no. that the two have nothing to do with one that another. That woman then took the $200 and spent that money buying great products at that department store. Macy's? So, damn it! That was a scary inappropriate commercial <laughs> Not cool. So you're saying that it's okay and this lady was in the right for, no, what for I'm not saying, knowing what contest what, okay, she was entering. Here's the two sides of the coin. Standing here doing a podcast with you, she got 200 bucks, I get it. If I'm online behind her, oh, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Right. But you I but just, that's but that's life. That's you got to be pissed. You but, know people say if it's for free, it's for me. Uh, I'm all right with that. But, but I if you're standing if you're standing No, but if we give away if we give away Mets tickets and the and the person on the phone goes, "Oh, I'm a Yankee fan. I called to win something." What? That's the I same get thing, pissed. right? Right, but they get to do that. I can be pissed. I think it's it's awful. Yes, she had every right to enter the contest. She was 21 or whatever it was, 21 over a parent or guardian. She fit all the criteria. She won the tickets. But I just can't stand when people don't even know what they're entering. They don't even have a clue. I'm sorry. I'm I'm done. No, no. You got your rant. So now we have a choice. I didn't mean to rant. No, no. I have have three rants to choose from. And 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 then we're going to wrap this up. I can rant about designer dogs. I can rant about the... H&M problem I had and the stupidest customer on the planet. I can do that separately as a, as a side rant. Or I can talk about my problem at the pool store, which everyone's asking me, please, what are you doing the pool store? I rant? do want to hear the pool because we've been waiting on All the right. pool for a long time. Right. So I don't, but- I, I can't say that it's going to be the greatest rant ever because we built it up, but I, we've been putting it off because there's been we've other been, rants that are better. Every episode we talk about the pool. But right. I, you know, I'm kind of curious. I do, I, I want to hear about the stupid customer. All right. So all right, I'll give you the customer and then I'll do the pool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in H&M, great store, discount yeah. designer clothing, not a sponsor. I'm just, that's where I was. It's okay. important that I mention that. And I walked in uh, last week and there's red bows, red signs on almost every tea stand, every wall, 20% off, 30% off, holiday bonanza, some kind of holiday sale. And this woman comes in and there's a line at the register. I'm online waiting to be rung up. There's two cashiers. One cashier walks away to go on break. That is a long line. So the girl is trying to get everybody through on this line in pre-holiday shopping. And this woman says, excuse me. And the girl's ringing people up. She says, excuse me. So she's not waiting her turn. Mm-hmm. So the woman says, uh, can I help you? Yeah. Um, is there anything on sale today? What's on sale? Is there a special going on? <laughs> and so... The woman says, yes, a lot of her stuff is on sale. And I, and I turned and I said, you might notice the signs on every piece of furniture in, this, in, the, in the store. The red signs that say sale on them. That's where you might want to start. You, you yelled this out to her? I said it like that. Oof. I said it in the I'm trying to be helpful but not helpful way. Right. Because now you've slowed the one cashier down. Right. When everything in the store is marked on sale. It says 20% off. Hoodies were $15. Men's coats were... Is there any on sale? Like, if there was a prank and you're filming a prank show, that's what she should have done. And the guy's like, the camera guy's like, oh, it's so funny. She can't, she can't, she can't. It's the dumbest question I've seen in a store in a long time. They might as well have put a for sale, like on sale sign on her forehead. The name of the the name of the store might as well have been on everything sale. is on sale. Everything is yeah, on sale. like the dollar store. How much is this? Right, dollar. Although you go into a dollar store and there's a lot of things that are not a dollar. yeah. Now they call it five below. Yeah, yeah to get like now everything's under. Dollar store, my ass. All right, uh, the pool store. Let's talk about the pool store. Wait, I think you had to go. Oh yeah, we do. I should probably. You know what? Let's play the jingle. I'll do the. I'll do the. 
I'll do it next time. Next time? Next time for sure. Let's... The... Right, no, now... no, just kidding. Just kidding. I'll All do right, the pool. Okay. Let's do the pool. Right. All right. So uh, there's a there's a there's a there's <laughs> I was a, gonna say this guy is really gonna no it's shut it's us down right it's now. December I gotta talk about what happened to me in the summer or you could save it till next spring that's true I could no so um, there's a pool store about 20 miles west of where I live huge place they sell hot tubs for like eighteen twenty thousand dollars really nice stuff pool supplies it's one of these stores that changes every season big store right mm-hmm. and I needed a part for my uh, my pool vacuum a little uh, fan cover. Yeah. Right? Because the, the fan cover has four screws in it, and when the screws strip, it won't stay on over the fan at the top of the pool cover, uh, the pool uh, vacuum, and so then the blades would spin, and if you're in the pool, you might like bang your foot and get cut by the thing. You need the cover. And uh, they were stripped after how many years I have this thing. It's old, and I keep trying to fix it. So I didn't feel like driving 20 minutes west. So I'm down with my mom. My mom lives uh, about an hour south of where I live in New Jersey. So... I'm taking her to dinner. We're driving around, and I go, oh, my God. There's another location of the pool store that has the parts. Another one. Another one. So I, I go in, and I say, hey, do you, have the, do you have the ring? I need the ring that the screws go in for the pool cover, the uh, pool vacuum. Yeah. It's a little ring. It's about uh, four inches in diameter. That's a boring product. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so he says, yeah. He says, uh, hey, it's $12. He says, but let me give you a little tip. A little tip. If you buy pointy... Stainless steel screws that are longer than the ones that are in there. You can drill through the top of the vacuum. Yeah. And the screws will grip the vacuum and they won't need to grip the ring anymore because my ring is stripped. Okay. Just buy longer screws and screw them into the vacuum. I think I follow. So he says, if that works, you can return the ring, the pool ring. Right. 12 bucks. So I said, all right, well, listen, I don't live near here. My mom does. Can I bring it to the store near me? Yeah, sure, bring it there. Just to keep your receipt. No problem. So, I don't know, a few weeks go by. I do the trick. Trick works. So I'm like, all right, next time I'm 20 minutes west of where I live, I'll go to this pool store. I'll return it. Because I don't know when I'm going to be down by my mom at this particular street that's not that close to her house. So I go in with my receipt. I saved it. I'm very proud of myself. And I go up to the girl at the, uh, it's not even a register. It's like a desk when you walk in. And I say, I'm going to return this. She says, okay, no problem. And she looks it up and she scans the barcode and they don't have cash registers. They have computers where you click buttons on the screen with a mouse and then money comes out of a drawer in the desk. It's the most archaic bullshit you've ever seen. I'm there like 10 minutes because she has to help another customer. She says, you know what? I'm not trying to do this. Let me help this other customer who's waiting behind you. I'm like, yes, sir. Go ahead. In the meantime, I'm looking at their overpriced bullshit hot tubs. Who has... $25,000. dollars all a ploy so you can actually, you know. Yeah, buy a hot tub while I'm waiting. Yeah, while you're waiting. So she's like, all right, hold on, whatever. Let me call somebody else over. She can't figure it out. So then she says, "Um, I can uh, can give you a, oh, she's looking, she goes, wait a minute. You bought this at a different store. Yeah, I bought it at the one in uh, South Jersey. Oh, uh, we're individually owned. We can't take that back. So I said, I said, what? Individually you, owned? You guys have the same name. Yeah, the guy in this other store said I could return it here. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. So you know me. I said, you're taking it back. Your company, whether it's a franchise or not, you don't advertise that. The other guy told me, I tell you his name, what he looked like. You can call that store. It's $12. She says, well, maybe I can give you a store credit. What are you going to buy for $12 in a store? Like right, this? right. Now, they have pool chemicals in the back, but I'm like, I, I, the summer was almost over at this point. I said, no, I really want my money back. Well, I got to get a manager, only he can approve it. I said, all right, fine. 
In the meantime, I'm going to go in the back and check out your pool chemicals. Figuring if I if I have to lose this battle, I'll take the 12 bucks. The algae side where I normally buy my chemicals is 9.99, right? So I'm like if I get 12 bucks back, I'll buy the the algae side for 9.99 plus tax and I'll have a couple of dollars left over whatever. Oh my god, Brody. So I go in the back by the chemicals. Right, because the manager the manager doesn't come. Right, so I'm like, the ma- she's like, I don't know. I called the manager four or five times. He's not coming. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go look at chemicals. I'll be back in a minute if the manager shows up. So I go in the back. I'm looking at chemicals. First off, there's a guy behind the counter where the chemicals are, and I said, how much is the algicide, the blah 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 chemical name? He says twenty six dollars. Fuck you, twenty six dollars. Oh my god. Nine ninety nine everywhere else. Twenty six dollars. You know why? Because the people that can buy twenty five thousand dollar fucking Hot tubs. You know what? I'll fart in gasoline before I spend twenty five thousand dollars. Oh my god! For a hot tub, to you sit. Was there a rich neighborhood that you were in? It was in between a couple of, that I can't live in. Yes. Yeah, well, a neighborhood above your pay grade. <laughs> yeah, big time. So then, you first know, of all, hot tub. So I can't afford by a hot the way, tub. They always mark up the prices. In right. Twenty six. It's like when you go to buy gas in a rich person's neighborhood. That's right. And it's eighty cents a gallon more, and you yes. see people buying it. You're like, why wouldn't you drive to the yeah, next be- town? Because they just live in that neighborhood. And they don't care. They don't give right. A shit. Hey, hashtag you're, you're rich. You don't need tax. Cuts. All right, so I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not going to spend my twelve dollar credit on twenty six dollar. If it was fifteen dollars, I'd oh be like, my all right, God, well, Brody. No, it gets worse. So while I'm standing <laughs> How there, going to get worse than this. While I'm standing there, the manager comes over. <laughs> been- no, no, no. The manager comes over to the guy I'm talking to at the chemicals, oh. and I'm done because I'm like, you know what? Let me keep browsing. And the manager says, "Hey, how's it going?" The guy goes, "Good." He goes, "Yeah." Some asshole's up front wants to return some pool part that he bought in our other store. Thinks I'm coming up there to help him, give him a refund. Fuck him. Let him go drive back down to South Jersey. I'm not giving him a penny. And I'm standing there. Whoa. So I, so I, so I, 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 so I, so I said, oh, uh, you guys, uh, uh, I just happen here. You have other locations? Like, I wasn't the guy. He goes, yeah, but some of them aren't affiliated with everything. Oh, they have the same name? Yeah. I go, oh, but you can't do returns? No. Oh, okay. So then the guy goes, so you're going to go up there and help that guy? He goes, nah, let him fucking wait. And they're talking about you the whole time. To yeah. You, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go back to the girl up front, and I say, you know what? I heard your manager. He's, I said, did, did he call you? Did he say anything? He goes, uh, he's on a conference call. He can't come. Conference call, really? Because he's in the back right now bitching about how he's not going to take care of me in front of me. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, God, I'm terribly sorry. This girl was like 20. Like, she's working there part-time, whatever. She's like, oh, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I go, are you going to give me a refund? No. I can't. I'm not allowed the manager has to approve it. So I left. I went to the Can other- Can I st- get the last 12 minutes back? Can I get a refund on wow. that? Wow. This is your pool rant? It goes on. Brody, see, this is, I guess, the difference between you and I. It's I you, and me. I would, you, you and me. You and me. You and me. I'll just, I'll just eat the 12 bucks. Who gives a fuck? It's like, principle. I can see. Says the guy who got a hundred bucks from Target. But I'm just saying. Brody, I want my twelve bucks. It's twelve dollars. How long were you in hey, there? Hey, let me ask you a question. I'll tell you what. Store. I'll tell you how what. Long were you in the store? Hold on. I'll stop the rant right now. If you hand me twelve dollars for no reason. You got twelve dollars. You didn't get your twelve dollars back. That's how the story ends. No, the story ends with I went to the other location and returned it, complained to them, and they gave me the number of the regional manager, oh. and I'm going to be writing them a letter. But oh, I didn't so want to. Oh, oh my God, to be continued. But I didn't want to do that. I did the rant on the podcast. But imagine, so my point is, have you ever heard management bitching about you as a customer because they didn't know it was you? Oh. This fuck was in the back. So fuck you, Pelican Pools. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Pelican Pools on the show? Yeah, okay, I'll do it. You know what? Brody. 
Actually, I don't know if he did them any no, justice. it wasn't cool. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Pelican Pools, because your Southern Jersey location, very nice. Very nice. The blonde guy who does the parts department. Give out the phone number nope, of the place you Very went. nice. But Pelican Pools on Route 10? Fuck you. Oh, Route 10 and Whippany? Yeah. Hold on. Pelican Pools, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Call up Pelican Pools. Uh, in the words of Michael Rappaport, fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck This is the difference between me and you. I'm just going to back off a second here. I'll just be like, you know what? It's not worth the time or the energy. You're going back and forth. How long did you spend in this store? You let this like consume your Because afternoon. I was driving by the area, and I was like, you know what? I'll do the return today. I got some free time. I'm going to go in. And I thought, easy peasy. I'll get my 12 bucks back. If nothing else, I'll get the chemicals. Reclaiming my time. Twenty. You know what? <laughs> I think the people listening to this podcast will disagree with you. You think so? Yeah. Because the point wasn't the twelve dollars. I waited three months to hear this. This is the pool rant. The, okay. I just think it's twelve. It's twelve dollars. It's, it's not a- about the twelve dollars. First of all, I wish I could be high and mighty like you and throw twelve dollars in the garbage. To me, twelve dollars is a is a pizza for dinner for my family. But how? To what length? Unless will I you put go sausage th- on it. To what length will you go through? That's the length I'll go through. And it's not Two. over yet. No, you, you still have some letter writing to it's do. It's about first of all, it's another chapter in my book. Over- Second of all, it's principle. Over a $12 part. Look, if the guy said to me, my this, hands are tied. This isn't even a sexy product. No. What, what, it's a ring with the screws and the. What, what it's is the it? part of my pool vacuum that keeps the pool clean so that you can have a pool. You don't have a pool. I don't have a pool. No. I can't. I, can't, I cannot relate. Woo. And by the way, the pool came with the house and it's no extra charge. Pool does not add value to the house. So you're like, whoa, we can't afford a hot tub. There's a pool. I didn't pay for the pool. It came with the house. Okay. And right. pools do not add value to the property. I there was an easier solution to this than, than you went through all this. No, I got my money back. The point is I thought I was going in and I'm like, oh, here's your money well, back. You still have a letter. I kept my receipt. You still have a letter to write. Oh, right? absolutely. What are you going to say to these people? It's gonna, well, I'm going to give them a shit sandwich. Talk about how... Nice to South Jersey store. I love Pelican Pool in South Jersey. Yeah. The one on Route 10 can go fuck themselves. Yeah, but overall, most of your company's okay. Except for those fucks. Yeah. You imagine, you imagine like if you were at a restaurant and you had like something wrong with your food, but while you were waiting, you walked to the bathroom. Well, to, that, that part and, really and, and then you, And then off. you heard the manager going, yeah, table 75, fucking guy doesn't like his burger, I gotta go talk to him. And you're at table 75. You'd be pissed. I would be pissed at that That's part. That's my point. My point was did the you tw- get them to what point did you get them to that? I mean, there had to be a run up to that. You don't just start bad mouthing nope. customers. No, nope. this had to guy have been a bit of a no. The problem is this guy knows I was told the policy, but nowhere on the receipt does it say the policy because on the back it is the return <laughs> policy. So I she goes, it says it on the receipt. I said, really, show me where. Let this. So she looks at the back of the receipt. She goes, well, it's not there, but that's our policy. Oh, nay, nay, that is Let- not your policy. Let this be a lesson to all you businesses. When you see Brody coming, shut the shades. We're sorry, we're closed. No, because if I if, no, because if I like you, turn on the lights. If I like you, I'm a creature of habit. Lock I'm, the door I'm from a the lo- inside. I'm a loyal customer. I just, I'm just, I'm just saying, Brody. I, I think you, it's a lot. It's a lot to go through for a part. It's a part. No, it's, it's twelve. A it's part. twelve bucks in principle. I have principle. That's the way I was raised. Have principle. And when I worked in customer service, I was damn good at it. What do you think Pelican Pools is going to give you a free pool? No, I don't want anything from Pelican Pools because the South Jersey store did right by me. No, they can give me a $26,000 hot tub. That'd be fine. So you got your money back from the South Jersey store? Yeah, after the aggravation and drama. So you got your $12 back. No, and the manager, listen, Hands did the right thing by me. $100. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You went back to the South Jersey location. You got your $12 back. Yeah, after six months of having this part in my car, so the armrest. So why does the letter writing campaign continue? Because this manager shouldn't be a manager or he should be reprimanded about bad-mouthing a customer because this store is giant. It's like a warehouse. 
So the register is so, so now, far. Now up. you just now now it's gotten personal. Now I'm now the guy cut me off in traffic. I'm going to follow him for ten miles so I can give him the finger. Yep, that's how it works. That's who I am. That's why I have high blood pressure. All right, play the jingle, Brody. It's Scary and Brody. We'll see you next week. Too late for that. The boys from.